Guys, welcome to Mac Kite. Uh, we are here with our over 50 wing foil crew, and the discussion today is about all of the benefits that we're finding to the middle-aged demographic. And so we're kind of going to roundtable some uh, some points here that we've written about in this uh, blog post that we'll embed the video in. Um, welcome and. Uh, you know, AKA ride along with us. Middle age, we're assuming you're going to live to 100. Yeah, <laughs> yeah aka half lifers, yeah. man. We're half just getting the better half of life, right? Yeah. Half lifers. In, right. Yeah. In, in the Which article. I agreed with that. We, <laughs> You look at us. We're mid I'm gonna, here. Jeff's going to be Jeff's going to be our official time wrangler. He's, yeah, he's very I'll good at this. Track. There's okay. there's definitely four squirrels here. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the you know in the piece that we wrote, uh, some of the big uh, benefits were around health, and one of the first points was improved physical health, um, core strength and stability, flexibility and range of motion. With oh, yeah. that said. What are your thoughts? You, we're, we're all over 50. We've been, now, you guys have yeah. all been wing foiling way more than I have. Uh, Stein and uh, or Eric and Mark have probably been the most. Mm -hmm. Jeff, shortly behind them. And then yeah. myself, I think I've got a dozen sessions under my belt. Mm. Um, well, so what do you guys think in that uh, area of physical fitness, mobility, strength? I know that's a broad the, bi the biggest one for me is obviously, if, if you can believe it, my brain <laughs> being on your knees. I'm not on my knees yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in this time of my life. Sure. So in this sport, <laughs> yeah. this is where you are when yeah. you're starting, when you're in the water. Right. And my brain initially had a hard time thinking from this stance. If you're sure. lucky, you're in that yeah, position yeah, yeah. when you're True. starting. True. <laughs> to this stance. Sure. And then getting up on one leg. Right. Yep. So, I mean, if I... When I first started, that was, I mean, physically, I was fit enough. I, I rode yeah. bikes. I did things. I was active. I didn't go from couch to the sport. Yep. But that was something I haven't, hadn't done, that act, that movement. So yeah. it wasn't so much my body couldn't do it, but my brain was hesitant. <laughs> right. I'm being transparent. Yeah. When I was on the oh, water God, the first time, yeah, yeah. Wenda gave me a couple quick directions on what to do, which was very little. And I'm real, out there bobbling on my knees. Sure. And I'm trying to get that leg up, and my brain was like, there was like this disconnect. Yeah. So I always, I always have told you know, on the phone when I talk to guys and even in the shop, get on your knees in your living room, practice getting up on one leg just like I did sure. and getting up on the other. I know it sounds yeah. stupid. I know you can be really fit. You can be a great athlete. Yeah. But if it's something you haven't done in a while, yeah. there's a disconnect in the brain. And it's one of those things where if you haven't actually done that, like consciously made an effort to, hey, can I just jump up from my knees like I used to do? And I, you know... I can, it's not the same. No. <laughs> I can, I can no. do it, but it's not the same for sure. Unless you have grandkids and you've been on the floor playing with them or, you know, I'm being up front. You Absolutely. don't get, you're not in that position. You guys agree? Yeah. Down yeah. like this much. Sure. Right. Then, sure. And then come up from that. Right. And, and then well, do it 30 times an hour while you're a beginner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, now, in, in fairness, we are yeah. getting some lift from the wing, so it's not just... Yeah. And plus, there's a rush. There's there's that rush of endorphins and, mm -hmm. and energy and excitement, too. Not just that you were down scrubbing the floors, and now you got to yeah, stand right. up in your kitchen. It, 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 you're, you're stoked well, about being out there, yeah. so there's... May there's I that, add to but, that, um, you know, we're all watermen, and then mm -hmm. to get into a new sport, you're thrown into beginner. Yeah. You're thrown into being back to... Humbling. Humbling experience, being in the water where you're not used to being in the water very long. And what I found with, with learning, you know, getting older, 
to take a few deep breaths. Yeah. It sounds simple, but just calming yourself down. Sure. Enjoying the process of falling in the water, getting yeah. back up on the board. I mean, seriously, yeah. I was my own worst enemy at first. I'm like, I'm a good at kiting. I'm a good at water sports. Why is this so hard? I, I had a lot sure. of like tension and that yep. doesn't help you learn the sport. For if sure. you bring that to the progression, you have to enjoy the progression of learning. Yep. And the, just the element of breathing, just and relaxing help me yeah. just to enjoy it. When I fell off, don't rush going to get the wing. Don't rush to stand up. Don't rush to do things that you've been watching on YouTube and all these things that you think are just gonna be, Yeah. just enjoy the process. And like you said, that adrenaline. Those are good points, chill, man. Chill a little bit. Yeah, yeah otherwise to, you're gonna wear yourself out. Exactly. Yeah. Those yeah. are great points. Take a moment to think about why you fell rather than just getting back up to try yeah. again. Mm -hmm. So you're learning from the process. Don't rush it. Yeah. <clears throat> And try to enjoy each part of it. And, and also <laughs> what you said about, you know, you're an experienced waterman. I've had a number of experienced kite boarders, windsurfers, surfers come to me and say, oh, I don't even need to take lessons. I'm, I'm really good. Yeah. And that's what I did four years ago. I tried to teach myself on a wing foil board with a wing, and I was humiliated and... Mm -hmm. 45 minutes later, I said, okay, maybe I should fly the wing on the sure. beach for three hours, mm -hmm. then ride a paddleboard, and then go back to the foot board. Break and it down. That worked a lot easier. Right, the, the breakdown, like you say, the, the, the bigger steps into the smaller manageable steps. And we did that, I did that on snow, on, yeah. on ice. Oh, yeah. Isolating the wing and learning. Yeah. You know, we got a big winter here in Michigan, so I took the opportunity to really isolate my wing skills. Yep. We had great ice, which is incredible if you can ever do it on ice with ice skates. Yeah, yeah. You, you really jumped, I did, man. and I, that I noticed... really took my winging ability yeah, to yeah. the next level. I mean, you can do it on a stand-up paddle, you know, in other areas that, you know. <clears throat> skateboard. We'll, skateboard that we're gonna probably hit. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, at any age, but especially when you're half-lifers like ourselves, yeah, yeah. or over 50, yeah. breaking the sport down, like you just said, you know, and, and uh, working on that wing a little bit and he maybe something you feel a little bit more confidence in like i'm confident yeah. skater confident on the snow so i knew how to do that so all i had to do is focus on the wing sure so, so you know we're, we're talking about some of the the fitness uh aspects that this sport has uh, that it re requires and, and, and while it's not great i think one big fitness challenge is is up here our ego yeah because right? like like in in these instances where i know we we <clears throat> talk people off the ledge quite frequently who are trying to go too quickly to a, to a maybe too small of a volume board. And while we're always like, hey, look, we'll take care <laughs> like of this it. one. If you want us to <laughs> fulfill an order for you, we will absolutely do it. But in, in good confidence, we have to make sure that we feel good about what we're doing at the end of the day. And, and we gotta be cool with the, with the person in the mirror and that we've done a good service to our customers. And by that, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm quick to just say, look, man, do you want to have fun? And to use a surfboard analogy of, uh, we've all surfed, you know, do you run right out and jump on a shortboard? You can, or, you know, paddle out with a longboard or a fun board, uh, mm -hmm. fish, graduate <clears throat> down. And so that kind of is similar with, with wingboarding. And so our ego, I, I, I bring that in <laughs> as an aspect of wing falling because it, hey, look, we're all, Everybody in wind sports, especially those of us guys of a certain age, there is a type A personality within almost everybody that we deal with in this sport. And with that comes a little bit of an ego that doesn't like to be 
A beginner. Yeah, beginner. It is. It's a humbling thing. It really is. And so, um, bringing that full circle into other aspects that we were talking about with with uh, the physical fitness aspect, Mark, what do you what have you noticed as you've because you're, you're three seasons in now. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. 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 What What's your take on you know some of the physical requirements that that wing foil has? Yeah, I mean, well. Particularly learning is just exhausting. Mm. It's exhausting. Yeah. I was so humbled the first, particularly the first three sessions, yeah. maybe four. I was just, I couldn't believe it. I'd end up on a foil downwind, yeah. like 350 yards. And then I have to drag everything up after just like, yeah, you know, yeah. took everything I get just to get up into the beach back from after drifting out to sea almost. Right, right, right. And then I gotta carry everything up against a 20 mile an hour wind. You, 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 don't, even yeah. know, you don't even know how to carry things yet. You're like, what's the most efficient way to do this? You <laughs> right, know what I mean, or right. that, you know? So, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's humbling the little, the amount of things yeah. it takes <laughs> right. to learn. And then once you get decent at it, that drops. Quickly, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you still wanna be fit, because yeah. then you can ride longer, yep. go out in more, intense conditions and save yourself if you get into trouble. Like I had to swim, I had to paddle twice the other day. Yeah, I was there. 20 yeah. minutes, yeah, yeah, both yeah. times, because yeah. the wind dropped and then teased me back out sure. and then dropped again. Yeah. And the water was 50 yep. the second time. The first time I made it back in the channel, the water was 65, I was good. Second time, no boots, no gloves. Yeah. Losing, losing the feeling in my feet, my hands after a 20 minute right. paddle. And then still had to walk. 350 meters back to my van. Yeah. It's a real, you know, and I forgot to preface, I, I should have prefaced in the very beginning that everybody here has decades of experience in kiteboarding. Now, and, and you guys are all three sailboarders, right? And windsurf. Um, yeah. And yeah. sailing. Um, so there's a yeah. lot of wind sport. I should have set that up in the very beginning. Um, lots 40, of 40 over 40 years. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Lots of, lots of wind yeah. and water sports Started experience. Started windsurfing here. like 40 two years right? ago? No, 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 no. I started no, windsurfing in 82. 82 35 years ago, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah. I started surfing in Hawaii in 76. Yeah. So I was just really lucky. 38 years ago. So as we oh, talk yeah, about these, awesome. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. rad. And I just, just so you have a, a um, you know, the viewer has a point of reference of where we're coming up. You know, we're, we're not just um, fresh off the boat in that sense. We've, we've spent a lot of time We're just in the off water. the jet. Just I'm off just the jet. I knew as soon as I said that word. <laughs> UFOB. Yeah. I would piggyback off what Mark said. Um, the first, when you're learning, be prepared to be exhausted after about 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. So I think it's important to, you know, to one, have that expectation. So you're not disappointed. Even, even someone like self who runs, I try to, you know, ride, bike, and stay fit. I was tired because it was a new type of movement for my body. Sure. Falling off the board, climbing on the board, getting on my knees balancing on my knees and my core with the wing in the air with waves yeah uh it's best to learn in flat water but that's for another discussion yeah, but that's for sure i think you know you have to be prepared for a little bit of you know elevated heart rate and tiredness as you learn oh but yeah like you said once you get it um that's why you can see older men like ourselves and even older um even possibly with some some ailments once you get up on foil there's so much less friction sure and and when you start to harness in, you don't need to have big arms. I mean, look at me. I mean, you don't need to be <laughs> muscular strength mm -hmm. to do this. It's more about balance, um, finesse, and yeah, waiting. Sure. 
And once you get those all pieces together, it's like a magic carpet ride. Yeah, I mean, oh my literally. God, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think yeah. the learning, I think for us over 50 year olds, the learning curve could mm -hmm. scare a few. I'll be straight up. For just sure. the first, you know, getting in the water and the tiredness of it. But yeah. once you do get first flight or you start to see success, I'm sure you guys would agree with this. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, whoa. Yeah. It's worth and, it. And I know this it because is. I stopped cutting for a while. And then I went back <laughs> to kiting and did, you know, did a, just a session for 30 minutes and I was sore. Sure. But not from winging. I mean, there are different muscles, but yep. I do believe that winging is a little bit more of a glide, flow, surfy feel, yep. and a little less impact, I believe, a little less impact on your body once you learn the sport. Yeah. Then kiting can be if you're throwing yourself in the air, doing tricks. Sure. You know, so that's a plus side. I think you're going to see a lot of older guys. You see it in kiteboarding already when they learn to foil. You see a lot of them start to head that direction mm -hmm. more. Sure. Uh, and not to stereotype that you can't be 65, 70 and still jump and do all that, but you see a lot of a lot of us starting to go to that for sure. sure. Yeah. Because it's a little bit, it is more forgiving once you learn it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys would agree with that. No, that's, oh, a, great, yeah. that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Unless it hits you in the neck. I wish it I remember <laughs> right. that. And that's a variable. You know, that yeah. is a variable. Uh, and I think we've got some of that covered in, in some of the uh, upcoming pieces. Um, so we, we've talked about. Um, you know, some of the physical fitness side of it, the mental health boost from just being out on the water. You oh, know, yeah. Spending time outdoors in the sun or <clears throat> rain or whatever we're in. Um, I absolutely can tell personally, and I don't even have to go out for that long of a session. If I can get out for an hour, it just is such a cleansing I don't want to get spiritual, but I mean, you're out in the water sitting there and taking it in and you're kind of one with nature. I don't mm -hmm. want to get all weird about it, but I mean, it's a cool, yeah, it's, it's an groovy. awesome vibe. Um, and there's adrenaline right. and endorphins. Big time. Mm -hmm. And your heart pumps mm -hmm. faster, you breathe more, oxygen gets you high too. Yes. It, you're absolutely. getting high. You're, <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. yep. It's there's, a healthy addiction. Hopefully. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. I mean, it's like I grew up sledding yeah. in <laughs> Michigan, grew up yeah. sledding, right. and now I'm on my own sled with this massive hill. You know, our, our hill's yeah. 300 miles long, Lake Michigan, yeah. 80 miles across. Right, right. With wind swells that can take you some days as far as you feel like going. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it's like sledding on steroids you know, for, for the 50-some-year-old. You know I mean? And it's usually not as That's cold. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not as cold, except for me the other day paddling in. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> liquid, yeah. Awesome. liquid snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. For yeah, for sure. me, when you're on those wind swells, just it's like and sledding. I think yeah. what you made me think of too that it opens up, like in the Great Lakes, we don't have the huge, you know, swell and surf like other places in the world. Sure. But this sport, you don't need much of a wave to get mm -hmm. that feeling. Right. Sure. And right. I mean, we're not getting any younger. We still like to charge, and you can still have that feeling even in a knee-high. Yeah. A wave. Yeah. Literally. I mean, it, it right. feels just good. Just that groovy sensation. Would you agree? Totally. I just feel so yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. It's just so. kind of like a nice intermediate powder yeah. day snowboarding. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're just cruising yeah. and enjoying it. Kind yeah. of. Even, even a boat wake, if a boat goes by in the lake, which I've had experience with. Yeah. That, yeah. You can even have oh, fun yeah. jumping on that. You or a totally. ferry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. it, it kind of brings the, the thrill level to, to an engaging spot where you don't sure. have to live where the waves are super good or where the conditions are perfect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can engage this at your, right outside your lake house and, and small right. chop and waves. Sure. Enjoy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kill it. It becomes perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It make, is what you make, make of it. Yeah, yeah. environment mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. It's cool. One of the, uh, one of the points too was, was the thrill of learning, you know, <laughs> and, and along with um, 
Again, physical requirements that we've been talking about, um, different things that we've experienced along the way. It always is fun, you know, putting yourself in, you know, the, the, the lower elementary scenario and you're learning something brand new again that you are, especially if you've already are an experienced waterman, you already, you know, have a lot of experience being out there on the water with other sports. This is, again, it's humbling, but that thrill of learning something new, it's like all systems are go. You're, you're heightened awareness. You're yeah. paying attention to what people are doing around you. You're taking tips from other uh, riders, other wingers, um, you know, who are showing you a thing or two. And, it, and isn't it awesome how I feel like sometimes when you're, when you're receptive to other people's input, one little important tip can change your whole aspect of this sport and how your progression into mm-hmm. it goes. I mean, just one little stuff. Oh, dude, your your analogy about the sliding <clears throat> the sliding glass door, right? Mm-hmm. Talk talk to us briefly about the sliding glass door analogy with the wing. Well, first, when you're going to make an analogy and you're teaching large numbers of people, you want something that most people can relate to. And most people have slid a door forward or back. Mm-hmm. And slide the door back, the wind's hitting it here, it spins you up wind. If you yeah. slide the door here, the wind's over here, it's pulling the nose yeah. down wind. You can slide it forward in front of you, kind of like where a windsurf sail is on this. Mm-hmm. You can slide it when your wing's at a 45 degree, or you can slide it forward and back when it's almost completely straight sure. overhead. Yeah, yeah. And the misconception for most people is you have to have it way out in front of you here for more power, sure. but if you put it up here, most of the power is lifting you, making you lighter, Yeah, stretching you out. A gust of wind makes you even lighter, but a, here a gust of wind bends you over and sure. throws you over the toe side. So it's much easier to be up high because once you're lighter, you don't need as much power to keep flying. Big time, yeah. And that was an aha moment. Though I remember yeah. I was sailing flat water foil yeah. down. I wasn't even <clears> up on foil yet, riding a big volume board in you know, maybe 10, but then all of a sudden I re- I'm out there monkeying around and I just remembered, Eric said, yeah, slide the wing back and point. And as soon as I did and I nosed my wind, or the, the, I nosed the nose of the board upward more into the wind and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there we go. All right, I'm, I'm riding up wind. My foil is <laughs> flat. Yeah, I'm not even up on foil. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just down and sailing <laughs> and getting those mechanics was, was absolutely an aha moment. For me personally, like, and you gave me an aha moment. That you, I remember saying you, you told me to work on my tacks, pump through my tack, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going against the grain, you're going against the wind, you're losing momentum. Pump through that. Most keep, people yeah. try to coast through, and if they right. slow down, they think they're falling off plane. It's almost too late to start pumping <clears throat> then. Uh-huh. Just but pump. if you pump yep. gently on the way through your transition, mm-hmm. when you are flipping the sail, there's no power, you're still doing it. And if you need more, you've already got a rhythm built up yep. that you can just accentuate and keep yourself going yep. through the full hundred. Yeah, that helped me yeah. a lot. Oh, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think I nailed my first tack like 10 yeah, minutes did. after you told me that. And, and, Literally and, and you went by while I was making a video for beginners. I think oh, I was so there, funny. yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. well, if he just did a little humpy in there, that would be, yep. and, yeah. and that was just off the top of my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah which is great. so helpful. Keeping the wing high. I think I remind you that. You did too, yeah. yes. Keep the wing high. It yeah. does help. In your yeah. transitions, uh, mm-hmm. keeping the wing high and that lift, that added lift when you're trying to go from your knee, one leg up, one knee down. Sure. 
use that lift to help. Yeah, to help. Get, to yeah. help you get up. Yeah, and then once you're riding too, your first few tacks, keeping it real high, so you don't get that uh, that uh, friction. Yeah. As yeah. you make your turn mm -hmm. and those things. So yeah, little things like that do help, especially as you're struggling, you know, and your mind's set in a certain way. Even us old windsurfers, you know, we, there are some similarities, <laughs> but there are differences. Right, right. Yeah, you're not you're not connected to the the boom and the mass. You know, it's just you're the you're the you're the, uh, mm -hmm. the mass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, you're the man. Literally. Right. To be the bald end. Yeah. I, and, and, and for people that, yeah, the wind servers that are listening, I think once you do learn, the, the, the once you get past the learning of the winging, it's, <laughs> it's easier. Right. It's easier than windsurfing. Less friction. Oh, yeah. it's much easier than Just, windsurfing. There's less like grunt. You know, yeah. some of my windsurfing buddies still like to feel that, that, that feet to control, sure. you know, that, that on a plane and you're ripping. But this is a lot more, I, I say, ballet, dancing. It's, yep. it's so flowy. Yep. And that's why I think, you know, once you get the mechanics down, you don't have to be super, like this, you know, perfect body type or perfect person type. That foil takes over in a way that can make it so flowy and mm -hmm. yeah. relaxing. I mean, the environment around you, I mean, I've been in the water for years, but the calmness you can have when the, there's waves and wind and it's just like, crazy yeah. you know we've all been there in the water sure. but when you're up on foil on a wing it's just like it's so chill yeah and the more chill you are you know i think it, you, you progress and get better because any kind of tension you have that goes straight translates. to that foil yeah. translates to bucking you mm -hmm. sending you so i think keeping yourself calm in the storm so to speak yeah yeah that's really helping that's me. a great point of view but I, li I like that because i think you know it's something that it's not something that you have to continually grind at when you're up riding. You can you can chill. You can enjoy yeah. the moment, even though everything around you is crazy. Yeah. When you compare the mm -hmm. workload for wing foiling to kiteboarding or windsurfing, a kite pulling a board or a windsurf sail pulling a board on the water has so much drag that the board is never going to go as fast as the power source wants to. Oh, sure. Which means you're always getting torqued. You're holding that Because back. you're the shock absorber yeah. in between. Yeah. But when you pop up on foil and you eliminate 98% of the drag, yeah. it's kind of like you got a big dog on a long rope and you're trying to run to keep up with it. It's never going to happen. Sure. But if you put on some roller blades, the dog <laughs> reaches top speed, that's you good, reach that's top a good speed, that's a yeah, great and, and the it. rope isn't even pulling hard. You're just barely, oh. there's a little bit of blind drag in it yeah. and you're cruising. Dog's happy. You're happy. Yeah. Just cruising along and your arms aren't getting tired. But when you're doing this, because you can't go as fast as a dog, well, you get yeah. tired. It's just like oh, water skiing and wakeboarding. Mm -hmm. You ride for five or ten minutes, then you sit in the boat for a half hour sure. and get ready for your next ride. Your this is just, oh, yeah, I can kind of do this for a couple hours and I'm not even tired. You know, an extra, another point here was talking about exploration and adventure, right? So coming from surfing, kiting, snowboarding, <laughs> all boards, we've all traveled whether it's um, within the country or outside of the country uh, to, for different sports, how, what have you guys done travel-wise? Is there anything that, that sticks out that you like or dislike? You know, obviously traveling can be fun, especially to go traveling for wind sports, but what, um, no, you, you, were in, you went down to Columbia for the Cabrina dealer meeting. I did, yep. Um, I didn't do any winging down there. Okay, you didn't. But I did recently just go down to South Padre. Yeah, that was a great trip, right? Uh, yes, yeah. and uh, I think, I don't know maybe where the leading on this is, maybe like traveling with your gear. Just talking about the, you know, that's, that's a benefit to, you know, to, to the, or a benefit of 
this sport being part of you know the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you're you're getting out and traveling and seeing again that might be ten miles from where you live or thousand miles or halfway around the world I don't you know that's wide open oh, oh. Okay. Uh, fresh Mr. Yeah, strawberries yeah, strawberries thanks brother I, I think that's your point good. is that yeah. you can you can explore and travel with your newfound mm-hmm. sport of winning and that is true yes and I think thanks, where this sport is different than other wind sports that I've been involved with um, maybe a little bit similar to windsurfing but you can easily engage in the lake small waterways which is cool yeah 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 right. you know, you know mm-hmm. i'm thinking more like kiting you have your lines and everything which makes it harder yeah, yeah. fewer so, beaches where you yeah, can launch fewer land spots safely. where mm-hmm. this sport it just opens up so many possibilities literally yeah. if there's there's water out there and there's a ripple of wind on it and it's deep enough like sure. uh, you know waist you can deep, paddle out to that wind. waist deep <clears throat> you can engage in winging yeah so i think it really opens it up big, big time. time um and we've already talked about the efficiency. You, you, you hinted mm-hmm. towards it. We were just joking about skateboards and rollerblades and on snowboards. When you get up on foil, you don't need as much wind to have fun. Yeah. And as you get better, you know, and you can ride in the lighter wind, you literally at your cottage or other places you have where it's not a really windy spot, you can really enjoy winging, mm-hmm. I think more so than almost other yeah. wind sports that have been involved in. Right. You know, kite, kite foiling, you can really get out in light wind, but then if it's in an inland lake or areas you got trees and, and hazards yeah well this is like you said you can even paddle out to the wind sure yeah on your board we yeah. haven't really talked about that the safety mm-hmm. upside of getting in trouble in the sport yeah um, it's far i mean you don't have to worry as much if, if sure. the wind dies you have something wrong with your your wing or something you can just paddle in yeah you, you don't have to in. self-rescue yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a term we use in you know kiteboarding self-rescuing yeah. Yeah. it's pretty easy right yeah. i mean mm-hmm. As long as you got boots and gloves on. Yeah, like you, you did. Fifty degree water. You had a couple of long paddles last oh, week. Still want yeah. to prepare for the swim. Yeah, Brutal. you were out there a ways. Dress for success. Yeah, <laughs> and never go out any further than you're willing to paddle back. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's right. That was yeah, that was a unique situation. Hmm. That could be a peace of mind for beginners to know that. Oh, absolutely. That if they get out, because yeah. you're going to have one way you can ride stronger than the other, mm-hmm. and depending on the wind direction, that might be. Heading out is where it's strong and not real yeah. strong head back shore, yeah. or it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can yeah. just paddle in. Mm-hmm. You, you really can. Yeah. Much you know? different from like I, the scenario talking about um, prepping to kite. You know, when you show up at a, at a new spot as a kiteboarder, you're analyzing a much bigger area around you. Primarily, you're looking at launching and landing, and then what other obstacles, power lines, trees, uh, wind shadows uh, are are there. But yeah, we're seeing we're seeing a lot of people who now granted. I talk coastally. You got East Coast, West Coast here in the U.S. We in the Great Lakes region are the uh, third coast. But then outside of that, I mean, middle of the country, mm-hmm. Kansas, there are people riding on lakes that mm-hmm. are just Rivers. having a blast and not feeling like it's <clears throat> a watered down version of something better. It is absolutely the, the stoke on their faces and their voices as you're talking to people and meeting different people who are riding in all um, places around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, not to neglect any, you know, the global, but for us here in the U.S., um, you know, our um, we know where our areas are at, absolutely. And, and, and our customer 
base is expanding into entirely new geographic regions than what we're used to with, with wing foil. On, on, with kiting, we know East Coast, West Coast, and there's a big contingent here in the Great Lakes region as well, but that really was kind of it. But now, man, anywhere there's a subs, you know, substantial enough body of water that you can, like you said, deep enough and has some available wind, man, people are having fun mm -hmm. all over the place now, and that's mm -hmm. a whole unique scenario uh, that we're, we're finding. And the other side of that too is when I first started winging, a lot of my kiteboarding friends were like, why are you not kiting anymore? That mm -hmm. doesn't look like that'd be that much fun. I mean, I don't know if you guys experienced that. Oh, Some yeah. people think you're just mowing the lawn or going back and forth. I'm right. like, no. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm experiencing flight. Sure. And what it feels to, to go above the water, which mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's an incredible feeling. Yeah. <clears throat> so going back to your point, you, you don't need the perfect conditions you don't. to get that feeling in the sport. Yeah. You know, you can have it in the lighter wind or the heavy wind. Obviously, we haven't talked a lot about waves, but that's a different element yeah, to this can. sport, yep. uh, which is a little more advanced when you mm -hmm. start riding waves. But uh, in kiteboarding, we say mowing the lawn, just going back and forth. It, <laughs> and it, that is where all kiteboarders start. They do. Yeah. They do. But mm -hmm. foiling, there's so much... I feel a new sensation and feeling that of, of flying going back and forth is different mm -hmm. and, the, and the transitions and things you can work on too yeah. uh, in the sport. So yeah. some of you, res I know there's some guys that are resisting because they think, oh, you can't go 50 feet in the air, do tricks and jump. Yeah, a little uh, different. This sport has a different sense of uh, stoke, you know, the, the, on the foil. I mean, we're, yeah. all, we're all hooked by it and love it for that reason. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big that's a big part of it. You know, that's um, how about the next? Now I should have started with this maybe, but uh, one of the points in this article talking about age has no significance. Now maybe not no significance because there is some significance here. But for those of us who are all over fifty, um, guys over fifty specifically, not to um, not to uh, diss on our, you know, the women riders, female riders that are uh, getting into winging. It's just the overwhelming demographic, unfortunately, is us right here. It is an older male demographic. Not, <clears throat> not saying unfortunate. It's just it just is the the, the major yeah. demographic within the sport at this point in time, and so that's kind of why we're honing in and being a little more specific on that. But I don't feel that it's. Um, that it has no significance, but at the same time, I don't feel uh, disenfranchised. You know what I mean? I'm not as a wing foiler wishing, oh man, dude, wish I was 20. You know, I am having a blast out there, and I'm not just putting a band aid on an otherwise sore subject. I legitimately and honestly, sincerely believe that. You know, when I go out to foil, even when I'm kiting, I don't care, but I mean, like going out to, to, to you know, wing foil, whether you're learning, intermediate, advanced, whatever, um, I don't feel at any disadvantage. Yeah, I'm not compromising. I don't feel, you know, I, maybe in the morning I may say something different as I, you know, the day after a good session, I'm like, you know, I might be a little, uh, you know, sore or whatever, but um, I, I think that that is something that maybe is a... Um, misunderstood fact because how many times you know going back to kiteboarding people come up to you and they think oh man you got to be able to do 100 pull-ups if you're sitting there holding on to that bar well we know that's not true where it's it's efficiency and and technique 50 pull-ups yeah 50 pull-ups <laughs> but with wings, my push like yeah 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 sure that, that's beneficial right yeah, yeah yeah to be able to do that for sure um how how, how has that affected you mark you feel 
again, do you, like as a wing foiler, are you in your mind thinking, oh, dude, wish it was 20 again? Pretty much for the, everything. For the sake of I this wish sport. I was 20 again. <laughs> for the sake of this sport specifically. Almost like, everything. Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's a loaded question, but you know, like. A little bit of maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. You guys have me sign, put. Though. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me riding a wave at our age on a foil. That's no, a pretty actually, sick dude, feeling. I mean, I'm 53. I, f- I feel like. I feel like I'm 20. You feel like a kid when you're out there. I felt like the other day we had a good wave session. Yeah. There's a bunch of kids, like kids surfers that were very young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was out there. As long as my back is in alignment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Right, you had all these kids (laughs) surfing watching you on the outside. Yeah, and what's crazy. And you're probably twice the average age of everyone in the lineup. And And you're out there by yourself on the third sandbar riding waves for hundreds of meters while there's 25 surfers on the inside riding little waist high waves. Yeah. In their little and, pack. And a couple yeah. of them are from my hometown. I've moved yeah. away from there. Didn't know it was me because they were just enamored by the foil. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't yeah. looking at the old man on there. They're they're stand you, up. But they don't right, know the right, right, in the water they they looking they, at the foil. So one dude was like, I was down there. And he's like, what? I was seeing this guy. And I saw this foil. And they're riding this foil. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. But, yeah, there you go. But no, but that, I guess yeah. to that point, yeah. the stoke can still be real. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I felt like. Yeah, and and legit, like not to put uh, a Band-Aid on that. It's not a watered-down version of being stoked on something just because that's all that is available or that's the only level of performance you can get anymore. I I don't feel that. And and going back to the fact Mm -hmm. that foiling is such a finesse sport. Yeah, it is. and wing foiling specifically, you, Jeff, referred to it as a dance. And I absolutely was tracking on that the first few times I was getting up and starting to make a transition. And you're like, yeah, this is an eloquent kind of a vibe. There's a different music in my head when I'm winging versus kiting. Mm-hmm. You know, I go out on a session, especially if it's nuking, there's, there might be, you know, you're like, ah, you're, you're rocking out. But on the even in the same conditions in the, with the wing, you're gliding and grooving mm-hmm. in, in a more, well, eloquent way, I guess. You're dancing with the wing. Yeah, right? Bring yeah. Bring it up over your head. For sure. <laughs> yep. And it looks good. I was watching yes. you from the bluff on that yeah. session that you were just talking about. Um, it started to rain a little bit, and I'm sitting there going, oh, man, I don't oh, know if I want to suit right. up. <laughs> you know? right. I was watching you out on the third sandbar uh, just <sighs> grooving down the line, man. And... Um, I uh, absolutely should have suited up and, and came out and floundered. I'm not yeah. to that level that, that you mm. are. Uh, I would have absolutely should, been struggling. But surf with me. I should have. Job. I should have. I, <laughs> my impatience was yeah. the best of me on that one, I think. Oh, man. Um, but Stoke-wise, yeah. for the wing, I learned to kite in Maui in 1999, two-line mm-hmm. kites with some of the pros. I was really lucky. Um, and I got, you know, to be a high-level rider, you know, yeah. mega loops. I did, mm-hmm. you know, strapless back roll kite loops all the time. I, mm-hmm. I really loved it. And in 2019, I bought my first kite, my first wing mm-hmm. from Mack Kite, yeah. taught oh, myself. <clears throat> I stopped kiteboarding. Right. Not because kiteboarding was not any less old. cool. Not because you couldn't Not because I'm sure. old, but this was a new <laughs> challenge. And... Frankly, I didn't crash very often anymore kiteboarding because I was fairly good. Sure. And this yeah. was like, wow, learning curve, new challenges, new yes. victories every day. Yeah. And the idea that you're flying a wing over your head in the air while flying another wing underwater <laughs> right, right. with your feet, yeah. you got two sets of wings. It's like you're a dragonfly. 
Yeah. And you're just <laughs> working them against each other. Because dragonflies have articulated wings that can fly and flap at different ways and different patterns. That's yes. And that's what we're doing yeah. on a hydrofoil underwater with a wing over it. We're yeah. pumping this one, we're pumping this one. And um, it's such a challenge that I haven't missed kiteboarding. It's not cool. that I'm never going to kite again, yeah. but yeah. I haven't for four years. Sure. Oh, wow. But you're One gonna, time. You're, you're going to get In going Costa this Rica, week. In Costa Rica, I went out when it was blowing 40 to 54 knots because I had to. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I, huh. I just, I, I want a wing foil. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm only an intermediate wing foiler. I have so much to learn. Sure. So many new victories. Yeah, yeah me too, for sure. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it really is amazing. Hey, man. Kiteboarding is still for me, like, I think, Seven meter drifter, head high, ceiling high waves on my surfboard is still my favorite jam. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or throw me in the water at Rincon with only 20 guys out right. in the glassy over one day. And then you wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but if it's like subpar conditions, and then the wing foil to me gives me that groovy rush. Yeah. It's kind of chill. Yeah, I really like it. And like you said, there's still, I have things to learn kiteboarding. I've been kiteboarding for 22 years. Sure. I mean, I maybe learned a new variation of a trick the other day, but I'm never going to be, you know, sure. whatever, pro level or anything yeah. like that. But right. yeah, strapless back rolls, things like that. Love it. Mm -hmm. Great, great fix. But no, just so many more things to learn on the way. Mm -hmm. Just simply a smooth tack transition yeah. onto the face of a wave. Right. Go, go, you're going out yeah. toe side and here comes a set. Yeah. But the set's up wind of you. Pump up wind, scoop that thing off, spin that wing over your head, mm -hmm. drop in on that wave and ride it for 300 yards. Looks mm -hmm. so fluid. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, feels so good. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm still living on that feeling from two days ago. Yeah. Just ripping down the it's line, like, holding that wing so behind smooth. you. Yeah. Oh, it's like, what? Yeah. It's like you're on your powder board. Yeah. Dropping in on a little knee-deep day, and you're just laying a turn into it, and yep. it feels like smooth and groovy. Big time. And there's no lift line at the bottom. Right. No. Yeah. You can just keep going. There's no lift line. There's no lift ticket. And there's, and there's no lift ticket. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it. it was that kind of thing that I finally saw that made me go, okay, mm. I will take a look at this. Because when mm -hmm. wing falling first at the market, personally, I was like, what? No. No, I know, I no, know, me too. No. I me was like, too. no way. Well, I kind of yeah. felt that way about kiteboarding. You called me <laughs> when I was still living in California in 2000. That. I remember that. 2001. Yeah. Dude, when you get skinny, brother, when you get home this summer, man, we got to learn how to kite. I'm yeah. like, oh, dude, I don't know. I already windsurf. I already surf. Dude, yeah. we got we to gotta learn how to kite. Oh, yeah, cool. We'll see what happens. You know, yeah, two yeah. months later, we're at Matt Kite with a two-line whippoca in our hands. Sure. Thank you, Steve-O. <laughs> going down to the beach. <laughs> yes. And, self-launching and self-landing yep. each other with one yep. kite and then oh man well that's the inspiration you know, there you, you go. see someone that doing something mm -hmm. yeah. i saw you yeah i was oh, in i was, didn't know each other yeah i, didn't I was know doing each a downwinder other. yeah you were down you're, at winter you're, you're and i was on the the doing sandcastles with my kids and my windsurfing gear was <laughs> oh kind of old and i was thinking about getting new windsurfing yeah. gear and you come by and like, just rip a turn and splash the water just before the sandcastle and go back out. <laughs> and you flagged me down. I'm like, what the? Come here. I, <laughs> I finally see someone that looks like I want to do that. How many yeah. years ago was that? I was in like 07. It's been a minute. 06. Yeah. Crazy. Because a lot of guys are just getting dragged around. And of course, yeah. Mark, you know, the local mm -hmm. legend here just came by. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, so whoa, funny. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Flagging me in. That's right. Who's this Mr. Dude? Jeff. Uh, yeah. I want to be like that. Yeah. Who knows? When did we? 
we even see each other again after that? It was a while. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, because I wasn't until 08, 07 I took lessons, so like yeah. three years later. It was the first time we met. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I flagged Hilarious. you over. Come here. You know uh, what? This is an awesome segue into the next part of this discussion is about the community, right? The, mm -hmm. the, the bonds that are formed through wind sports are mm -hmm. some of the longest. Like when I think of who's on speed dial on my phone, other than my immediate family, it's all you guys. It's all my wind sports mm -hmm. friends. It's uh, there is a there is misery a bond company. that is um, misery likes company. Yeah, misery loves company. Uh, come on, wind. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, you you share your your successes and your failures, but there's that passion, and I think that's probably what it really rotates around is a passion for something. And when it's when it's like the first thing you think about. When yeah. you wake up in the morning, oh, heck yeah. you know, you're, you're amped. Yeah. And you want to be amped can't. with your friends. Totally. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, yep. it's all good. Yeah. I kite and wing and surf all winter. Yeah. That thins the crowd out. <laughs> I will be out. I have a yeah. lot of sessions by myself this mm -hmm. winter. You know, it's 30 yeah. degrees. It's 30 degrees. 30 degree air, 33 degree, 40 degree water. Yeah. There's some times where I was by myself. Yes. But... You know, Which dicey it's choices, good. right? Yeah, it's yeah. all good, though. Mm -hmm. You know, it's cool. But to be out with your friends and everybody's stoked. Yeah. And then, you, you know, whatever. It's and winging brings a different choice. element to that. Yeah. Because I think the calmness of it when you're riding next to each other. Totally. You can talk. You can talk. You can hear each other. We were talking yeah. on a wave we caught a party wave. <laughs> yeah. On the same wave. And you're just we're like zigzagging. Dude, talking. Yeah. it's just like going down a powder run. Yes. And you're, you're making yeah. the freaking yes. figure eights. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, we can do that cutting a little bit, but we usually like go blowing by each other. Sure, sure, sure. But there's send no way. Yeah, send it. We're, we're just yeah. we're just nicking each other yeah, with the yeah, wing, yeah. you know. We're just we're right tight, and, and uh, that's where it's yeah, fun. Yeah. I mean, that it, is cool. Sessions by yourself are good, but it's definitely more stoked when you're with your buddies. Yes. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. Right. What what final thoughts do you guys have as we as we wrap this up? You know, the the whole point of this conversation again was, um, you know, what are the benefits of wing foiling to our specific demographic? We are a middle aged male primarily riding here in the US. Um, we've covered a lot of different topics. I know you guys probably have something that's sitting in the back of your mind that you want to kind of convey to the viewer about your experience in wing foiling um, over the past few years. The ability to share it with your friends, family, and kids without worrying about them going to the moon on a kite. That's a good point. I mean, I've had lessons where I taught <laughs> mom and dad and a five-year-old and a six-year-old, and they all had fun together in an hour and a half you don't let kids near your kite and you right. don't let your friends near your kite without 10 hours of lesson. Absolutely. This is something that is so easy to share. Usually I would see mostly dad out kiteboarding and mom and the kids getting sandblasted all day. Sure. And I had yeah. some kind of tipsy <laughs> mothers at the end of the day poking me in the chest and saying, hey, what's for us? Yeah. We don't get to do this. Mm -hmm. I saw my first wing foiling uh, slingshot. It was... Um, Jeff Lagos, right? Okay, yeah. In 2011, he released a video. Mm. Mm. He's on a wing foil board. Yeah. He's got a wing. He says, this is new. It's not ready yep. for prime time. We'll let you know. <laughs> oh, it wow. took another eight years before it hit the industry. Mm -hmm. But I saw it then, and right away I said, that's going to make mom and the kids happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cool. can play on the paddle board. Dad sure. can play on the foil. When they grow up, they get into foils. They yep. can ride the foil behind a motorboat yep. when there's no wind. Yep. <clears throat> they can ride on a paddleboard in light wind. They can ride it on the, yeah. the foil board when it's medium wind. You know, and that was one of the nice things about this sport too, the, the accessibility. As you were just saying, you know, 
you, how many stand-up paddleboards are in garages around the country right now? All you, you know, <laughs> at, at a wing, and you have your first introductory step into winging, whether it's yeah. wing surfing, wing foiling, wing boarding, whatever you want to call it. I guess it depends on what you're riding, but I feel like that the accessibility is a major factor, uh, regardless of age range. You know, if you're old enough to stand on a paddleboard and hold a, a small wing up, I'm sure you've coached some pretty young kids and oh, yeah. then all the way through whatever on the upper end of that age range um, which also is a, a lot thing. of the paddle boarders they really like it in light wind or calm but they kind of complain when it blows eight or ten knots and now they can celebrate when it yeah. blows eight or ten knots yeah that's clutch yeah you're stoked about it like you're genuinely right. like yeah this is i get rad. to put the paddle down and go for the free ride yeah yeah, yeah i love right. it for sure mm -hmm. yeah. 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 yeah i mean here we're talking about our demographic like for guys over 50, but yep. obviously it's, it is for everybody. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. A hundred thousand percent. Absolutely. It's for everybody. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's gonna, it'll spread out. I mean, you know, it's a bunch of guys working at Matt Kite. Matt sure. Kite and a self-employed photographer sitting here right now. So <laughs> we've got some flex flexibility yeah. to make these things happen, but it's, yeah. it'll, it'll, branch out and around and it's, it's in terms of our midwestern big scene, time anyway well in the sport everywhere is else is so already there yeah sure. and, and in the so world every there there's a more of a variety of users yep. in this sport but yep. around here it's maybe more yeah our and kinda. that and that's what gets me excited about this sport you don't need the perfect conditions you so don't. the accessibility for the thrill that you can feel yeah is is there yeah mm -hmm. i mean i <clears throat> lived by a lake my whole life, and the big lake, but a smaller than the lake that I didn't really do much wind sports on or fun on, but I had a chance to wing float on the other day, mm -hmm. and I, the stoke was high. Yeah. So it, you don't have to have the perfect conditions, mm -hmm. to and but you can get so much out of it in the sport with a wing. The wing yeah. just brings an element to subpar conditions and water and waves and where you're at to have fun. Yeah. yeah, and I think that opens yeah. up things so people don't have to live by, like you said, the geographic East Coast, West Coast, and the big Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. You can be in Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, small lakes, a reservoir mm -hmm. in the stoke River. level, yeah, without feeling a lot of risk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to be straight up with you, not a lot of risk. You can engage in a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. if I have that stoke mm -hmm. uh, that I haven't experienced in other sports, windsurfing or kiting. Yeah, in those in those areas. Yeah, for me, so it opens it up to a a lot more people, in, you know, in, in the United States that live, you know, by a body of water. Awesome. As a new sport, I look back, uh, 1987, I worked at Copper Mountain and I was snowboarding. Hmm. Um, there were six snowboarders. And mm -hmm. it doubled and redoubled and redoubled. Now half of the population yeah. on the mountain is snowboarding. Yeah. Uh, I look at, you know, long borders to short borders. There was a transition. Long borders said bad things about short borders. <laughs> They both said You're bad punks. things about yeah. windsurfers. Totally. Windsurfers bagged on kiteboarders. Kite and now a lot of kiteboarders are bagging on windfoiling. They are. And <laughs> oh, man. every single one it. of those times, the skiers quietly, they, <laughs> yeah. they came around, I learned how to snowboard. I don't want yeah. anybody to see me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was teaching ski instructors yeah. who didn't want anybody to see them taking sure. lessons. They just want to show up and know how to ride. <laughs> and we've gone through this. It's been, what, three years selling, four years selling, Sure. Wings at Mackay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
we're close to 50% volume is now wing foiling yeah, compared to kiteboarding, which sure. four years ago wow. it was 99.9% kiteboarding. Yeah. It is growing fast. Accessibility. We're going to get it more is, people. Yeah. Yep. Well, Jeff, just... what, do you, what do you think? Out of 10 phone calls, are we saying that six or seven of them are wing? Is that a fair? Or more. Or more? Yeah, yeah. I'd say at least 70% of our phone yeah, calls yeah. are about wow. wing. Yeah. And that's because it's a new sport. There's a lot of it's. There's a lot Healing. of unknowns about it. Um, mm-hmm. To most people, I have no idea. You yeah, know, what it is. Very tip of the iceberg. In terms yeah, it's of very. It's very early, yeah. and mm-hmm. we're immersed in the sport. So to us, it's three years old. So we feel it's getting older. But to most people, they still haven't heard of it or seen sure. it. Um, but the number of people calling in, yeah, it's wingers. Yeah. By by far. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not to say the cutting industry is not still growing. Oh, absolutely. It's just yeah. it's been around people understand it they don't need to have as many questions they kind of know what they want yeah we're winging this new fresh you know mm-hmm. breath air i think to a wind sport sure um and i think we're heading in the right direction we want to keep it for everyone you know we don't want to make it isolated to guy you know a certain stereotype of person yeah, or skill yeah, set for sure you know i think we talked about kids mm-hmm. you know my daughter you know my, i have two kids and my daughter said you know what I've, I've tried that the kiting, but the winging really, you know, something appeals to yeah. me. So I hope yeah. we can keep that appeal that it's not just for a certain type of person sure. to, to enjoy the sport. That it can yeah. be uh, both male, female, and, and to your point, yeah, there is a lot of ex windsurfers that are males. But we have, I, I've been talking to more and more females that did windsurf back in the day or have been part of sailing and have seen the wing yeah. and are, are very intrigued by it. I, I sold a couple the other day, both husband and wife. A winging setup, and she, you know, and so it's it's starting the peel and, and the spread is starting. Yeah. It will continue, I think. And I to go hope to both that, sides. I hope that that's right. I I agree. As more and more people discover how accessible this is, mm-hmm. I think I think that you're. I hope yeah. that you're right. You know, what yeah. I mean that that's. Um, and people in retirement age. I mean, I've been sure. you know couples in the retirement age mm-hmm. picking up the sport and. Starting with the inflatable, starting with the, the bigger gear and, 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 and calmer water and yeah. then finding that sensation of flight, you know, as you get older. Like, again, yeah. we keep coming back to that thrill for what you get. Absolutely. It's huge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, guys, thank you for sharing your insight on this sport. And we, you know, obviously we're specifically honing in on our unique demographic within this sport. Um, Mark, thanks for having us here at your gallery. Thanks, man. It's beautiful. beautiful. The strawberries were wonderful. Yeah. And From I, South Haven the other day. Michigan yeah. strawberries are the best. <laughs> you know, and I and I want to thank you guys individually because I have learned something about wing foiling from each of you uniquely as I've been out and applying what you've told me or what I've learned from you in the water and getting into this experience. Man, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm enjoying, I'm still New muscle groups are still <laughs> a little more sore than others, you know, but um, it's a blast. And for those that are, are watching, if this demographic applies to you or not, um, we just want you to know that this sport is accessible and wide open to such a big range of people. If you are remotely curious about it, don't hesitate to reach out to us uh, on the website. You can find all our contact information. You can reply in, in, in the comments section start a conversation, um, don't hesitate. That's what we're here for. We are always happy to help. Um, and until which point uh, we connect with you guys at a, at a later date, uh, hope to see you guys out there on the water. Yep, enjoy the stoke. Yes. <laughs>